Welcome to First Generation Burden, a series of conversations with immigrants and the children of immigrants. My name is Rich Tu and I'm your host. So welcome to episode three and happy Labor Day. We have a really fun one today and um, a nice little departure from a couple of the themes that we've been exploring for the past couple of weeks. Our guest today is Christine Sinicki, a rockette with the Radio City Music Hall Rockettes. We had this talk over by the Sunday afternoon offices and it was a lot of fun because I've known her for a long time and we were just a couple of friends really just catching up. And we talk a lot about what it takes to be a dancer at that level and the audition process of becoming a rockette. And if any of you are curious about what it takes to live that life, we talk a lot about the elements of precision that it takes to perform on that level. But before we get into that, I want to give it up to our sponsor, Des Gin. Des Gin is an American modern gin with a mission to unite design with the spirit industry. Designed both inside and out, it merges the traditional and the unconventional. Real big fan of those guys. So we're just going to jump right into this one. It's really fun. Just a couple of friends hanging out. Here's my conversation with Christine Sinicki. Christine, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing really well. Um, uh, Christine Sinicki in the house. Hey. Um, is it fair to call you a living monument in New York City? Uh, um, <laughs> I mean, some might say that. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, you are an amazing uh, dancer, performer, um, a model as well as personality i think you're you're moving into that space mm -hmm. um fairly effectively um i would just love to hear about your upbringing and a little bit about uh what you do uh, your life as a rockette and as a high level performer in the world oh so many things i know it's okay. a lot well we okay have one some thing time. at a time okay <laughs> um so my upbringing my mom is filipino and my dad is czech and polish but american um I was really. You can pick up the mic if you want, oh. in case you're in case you're posture conscious. Yeah, I mean, I am a dancer, so <laughs> I no, actually, I slouch a lot. But um, like my upbringing, I mean, my like my mom is very family oriented, sure, and it's I'm extremely thankful for that. But I think that's such a Filipino thing too, because my dad is definitely not not that he doesn't like love his family or anything. I feel like I've met your mom, but I've never met your dad. Probably not. I think at all the Filipino functions, my mom would always like go to. My dad's not really much of a partier and you know, Filipinos love a party. Sure, sure. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um, but I'm super thankful for her because um, she totally like instilled the Filipino culture in me and stuff and just like family values and things like that. Um, I mean, my dad's like an awesome dad, of course, but he just... Um, I don't know, like he just really isn't into like, oh, we got to go see, you know, my sister every year at least or whatever. I don't think there's a time where my mom like didn't see her sister or her um, brother and they're in the Philippines and California and like across the world. My dad's like, yeah, you know, when I see him, I'll see him. You know, it's cool. <laughs> we'll talk when we talk. And, you know, that's fine. But it's just so funny because it's so different with my mom. And I think um, I'm much more like her then <laughs> in oh, that really? aspect like um is your mom the source of energy and is your dad a little more subdued totally but because you're, you're very bright you're, you have a, such a bright energy <laughs> yeah source yeah you know i feel like i've no i feel like you've been that always since even high school oh to totally and also for the listener we've i've known you for a long time very long time. <laughs> you and you have not like changed at 16 15 ish i think yeah it's crazy um yeah, I mean, my dad is like a big personality too, but just, I don't know, not all the time. Sure. Um, I'm definitely the loudest out of the three of us, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> you have siblings? Nope. No, okay. Just me, so. Right. Yeah. And you grew up in New Jersey. Yes. Which we also have in common as well. Yes. <laughs> what, uh, a little bit about that, like, so growing up in New Jersey, I'd love to know about, a little bit about your uh, background in, in the creative arts mm -hmm. and like what started that and how long you've been dancing for and when performance actually really entered your life? Well, supposedly I was dancing since in the womb. Um, I guess I kicked a lot, which kind of worked out. Um, supposedly when I was five, um, we lived in a two family house at the time and my neighbors would always babysit me and they would tell my mom like, Hey, listen, you know, you really need to put her into dancing. And my mom was like, why? And she was like, well, she blocks the TV every time it's on and is like <laughs> booging in front of the TV. So, and I can like clearly remember this, which is so weird because I was five only, but my mom brought me to the dancing school that I ended up going to 
at five. Hmm. She was late, very Filipino style, late to registration. Sure. So I get there, they deny me and they're like, but you could come next year. Like, no problem, blah, blah, blah. And I late, just because late for the day, not um, or, like, or late you know, in like the school. season. It's or, basically oh, oh, like school. You have to register gotcha. by a certain time and we were too late. Like they hadn't started, but we were too late. And I can literally remember being in the studio crying and screaming. And my mom was like, wow, I guess you really want to dance. <laughs> I promise next year. And then that was it. So oh, next wow. year. I oh, so you, oh, so you did sign up next year. Yeah. She made sure of it. And then I just danced ever since. Wow. Um, and uh, where was that school? Um, Dance World Academy. Hmm. Clifton, Passaic, and Rutherford at the time. Was that really serious? Is that a really serious? Oh, yeah. Competition school. Um, yeah. Just super serious. They're great. They're still really um, a good school. So. And that was separate from uh, your your daytime education? Yes. I went to Catholic school <laughs> my where'd whole you, life. Where'd you go? Um, well, St. Cyril Methodius was my grammar school. Okay. People don't even know who those saints are. Um, and then Queen of Peace, which oh is a co Oh my God, you went to QP? That's <laughs> yeah. right. Um, That's Which is closing, right. sadly. Is it? Yeah, and they have a grammar school too. I don't know, but... Yeah, they're closing. So that's sad. Oh my so God, all that's my crazy. schools, I'm just closing them down. <laughs> wow. That's so sad. Yeah. I remember because uh, I went to Seton Hall Prep in West Orange. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're yeah, rivals, so, right? For yeah, a lot we of were. stuff. Yeah, I think we were. <laughs> yeah. And then I know QP, like you guys would have dances. I think I went to one year dances. Mm-hmm, I'm sure. Mm. Yeah. That yeah. sounds about right. Because we were the co-ed. Weren't you guys all boys? Yeah, we were. So that's rough. <laughs> yeah, it was tough. Although you know, it's funny. Um, my this new gig that I've kind of taken on. Yeah, I was meeting with the CMO, and then her sons went to Seton Hall Prep. So it's actually become like this odd, like situation where it's like kind of repaying me back. Yeah. Like, later, later in uh-huh. life. But at the time, I was like, oh, this is kind of a bummer. But <laughs> I started enjoying it in junior year once I could actually drive. Yeah, and then you have all girls' schools, and I'm sure. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> Um, did you go to, uh, so when did, when did the actual seriousness of dance and performance kick in where it's like, man, this is actually the thing that I wanted to do? Yeah. Well, it's funny. Cause I mean, I was extremely serious. Um, and also what's the regiment? What's, how's that regimented in, in high school when you're, you know, Oh my gosh, it's hard in high school because, um, I went to school basically eight till 3 PM and then I'd have to actually eight till like 2.30 and then I'd rush home, literally make nachos and then go to dancing at three till 9.30. So like trying to find time for homework and balance all that was like really rough. And my mom's such a stickler for grades. So God mm-hmm. forbid I didn't get an A. Right. So, and I had to do everything myself. Nobody helped me. I mean, it was tough, but I'm glad she did that. You know, did in anyone the long else run. share that experience at QP? Um, not really. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people did sports and things, but I don't think like dancing is like, I mean, three thirty, nine thirty every single day or three to nine thirty. That's a lot for a kid. And, um, I mean, you know, teach, teached, it taught me a lot. Um, you know, hard work and just perseverance and things like that. But, Did you have an um, off season? Um, not really. We still dance in the summer, but it was slower in the summer after our national competitions. So like, um, the end of July, August was just a little bit slower, but, um, I just remember it being really hard to wake up on Saturday mornings. Cause we'd always have practice at like nine or 10 and that <sighs> should have been your day to sleep in, but yeah. no. Did you have weekends? Not really. And a lot of times we'd go to competitions. It was, it's a lot. It I mean, sounds like you're a lot. Serious, I yeah. believe it's a lot. I mean, for a purpose, obviously, but um, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's, right. There's something interesting about uh, having that experience when you're young and then it teaches you to kind of work hard, play hard. Yeah. Like for the rest life. of your life. Like yeah. you can't settle. Like, and I'm such a perfectionist now, but that's because of dance, like for sure. And my mom is too. So I guess that rubbed off on me a bit. Sure. But, um, yeah, with dance, like, cause you want everything to be perfect. So you get that high score and things like that. So well, what style of dance was it at the time in high school? Like when do you, when do you start actually like delineating, um, uh, your style and like what, what avenues are you going to take at that point? Um, I mean, my school was very like versatile, which is great, but, um, I mean, yeah, I did everything like ballet, tap, jazz, hip hop, lyrical, modern, contemporary. Um, so that's why like I literally do everything now. So my, um, 
options for jobs. This is great. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I'll do commercial stuff or TV stuff and then also do like Rockettes or like, you know, whatever else. So when did you start going on auditions for um, professional work? For professional work? Let me see. Actually, my first audition was when I was 12, which is funny because my dancing school kind of, they brought us to that audition because it's for a ballet um, company, but um, they typically didn't want us auditioning, but that was just because they were so hardcore. They didn't want us to leave the school and like, you know, it was, you know, I mean, that's what they're there for you to become like this great dancer. And that's what you obviously need to audition well and things like that, but they really didn't want you to leave. (laughs) They're a little selfish, but, um, (laughs) so at 17, I think, because I graduated um, college, I wish, um, graduated high school at 17. Um, and then I got like, um, I went to college, I went to Rutgers and then. You went to Rutgers? Yeah. Which Rutgers? Uh, New Brunswick. Oh, you did? Yes. What? Yes. We were there at the same time? Grace Trucks. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah, well, <laughs> you were at Bush or something. Uh, I was at Rutgers College. I, li- okay. I was living on Route Twenty Seven, I think. Yeah, I was. I first started at Douglas, so oh, that's okay. basically like the all girls school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, that <laughs> even makes though sense. it wasn't. Yeah, that's why I didn't see you because I think because yeah. I didn't have a class on Douglas until like maybe my second or third year. I actually switched out of there after, but um. Okay, now I lost my train of thought. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Auditions. Oh, auditions. Yeah. So I was on, well, I went, I majored for dance because I thought let's get in and get out and then actually start um, auditioning more for things. And it didn't work out because I was on dance team and we went for auditions and then I ended up getting stuff and taking leaves of absences and stuff because you can't like say no to an opportunity. It's kind of really hard in the dance profession because- you know, you kind of are limited how long you can actually dance. Right. Not everyone. Obviously, everyone's different, but, um, you know, you can pursue other things like career. Did you feel that teaching. there was competition within uh, the Rutgers community? That oh, you for were sure. In? My entire dance team went to this audition. I was the only one that got it. For what was it Super for? Bowl can you say what it was for? Show. Super Bowl halftime show. Whoa. So what it's was huge. That? Oh, I'm not telling you. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Wait, so how big was the performance at that show? Like uh, how, at the Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh my god, it Super Bowl. Of it's course. Humongous. It's I know. A bajillion people plus on TV for my But how many dancers were on Oh, actually not that many of us. Um who was, I don't who, know. What was the background for who's the performer? Um Phil Collins, Christina Aguilera, Enrique Iglesias, Tony Holy Braxton. Shit. It was like serious and I was like oh hey this is my first professional job this is fun and it was like for Disney so you can imagine how big of a thing it was like we were we had these oh this Super Bowl and ABC I guess um sorry this is our Super Bowl and ABC because ABC ABC, Disney oh yeah I guess so oh it is ABC you're right okay yeah. yeah um yeah so that was awesome. That's but then crazy. I had to take a leave of absence in and that college. was hard. What what year were you? Like first year, second year? First year. <sighs> so, you know, already oh You're like 18. the department head was like, um, meanwhile, all my teachers were like, yeah, that's so awesome. Even though, so Rutgers, like the dance major is ballet and modern. So it's not even like you're doing jazz and things like that, which is very commercial. Sure. And like, or musical theater. So that's why I was doing dance teams so that I would have kind of a balance of things. And they, well, the department head was not happy with me. Why? But all the, t- yeah, what, you would what, think. What the point that, is, is yeah. to get jobs and work, but because it wasn't, she said it wasn't artistic. And I was like, Ew. who's to say that's not artistic? Exactly. I mean, because it's entertaining. I, it was just bizarre to me. So she gave me a hard time, even though all my teachers <laughs> were like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Have so much fun. Made it work. Um, How long were you out for? Um, literally like a week and a half. Oh, that's not it bad was at all. Nothing. For How long how were long rehearsals for? Um, oh, I'm I can't even remember. But um, yeah, I that's can't amazing remember. out of the gate. It wasn't that long. It because it was like after like our break. It was just yeah. So I have a little grudge against her. Yeah, sounds but. tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, how how many uh, post post Super Bowl and like you know current life interactions have you had with that department head? Oh my gosh, never! And I'm pretty sure she's not the head there anymore. Gotcha. Also, she was never a dancer, so I didn't understand what. 
her beef was with me, honestly. Oh, well then so, there you go. So, you know, she just like loved the arts and I was like, okay. <laughs> I love the arts too, but I also know. I love getting paid. Right, exactly. Um, so, so, uh, so after that, what, what else started coming through the door? Rockettes. Right. Um, oh yeah, because not soon afterwards, you were a Rockette. Yeah. I remember hearing news. I was like, holy oh, shit, yeah, she's a Rockette. Oh yeah, I was 18. Uh-huh. Um, so that was another audition. Then I had to take a big chunk of a break. Well, which... I kind of want to, I, I kind of want to unpack all that because mm-hmm. I'm very fascinated about the steps it takes to go down that road and the steps mm-hmm. it takes to, to get that. Yeah. So that, uh, anyway, but finish you're going to say, but I love oh, to Oh, I was just going to say that. that I ended up withdrawing um, for that semester because of this department head. Again, everyone was like, this is amazing. Good for you. This and this and this. And they were like, after midterms, you know, then you work it out with your individual teachers, whatever, and we'll make it work. So I took all my midterms. You know how stref- like stressful that is. Yeah terrible and then she tells me to come to her office and she's like yeah you're gonna have to withdraw and what? i was like i just took all these midterms and all that money wasted that i could have withdrawn and right like, right so i was very angry but happy to sure job, but- i bet she was never a rebel you know i mean like you're what was the, what was the stick up her craw that couldn't that's like a good let her question her i don't know Maybe she was jealous. She was never a Maybe. dancer, so I really don't know. I don't know. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, she she was just tough. Yeah, she was real yeah. tough. Um, and, and mean. An educator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. That's mean. It is mean. And in academics, like, um, I mean, I've spent time teaching, um, on that college level, and like, I've met some really amazing human beings that are about like you know nurturing the creative spirit, and so. Getting to the Rockettes, how'd you hear about the edition? How did you find out? Like, how, what are those steps from the yeah. very beginning? Um, like, there are, like, if you're in an agency and there are, like, different things. Did you, um, were you represented at the time? No, because okay. I was in school. So I was like, I have to focus on school because my mom would kill me. Sure. Um, and a friend actually wanted me to go with her to this audition for Radio City. And I had, um, people in my studio when I was younger that became Rockettes. So I've seen the show. There's a little boy in the show who was my age at the time at the studio. So we'd always go watch him. So I knew what the Rockettes were. And my friend who was a dancer at the studio also, um, but she wasn't in school. And she was like, oh, just come to this audition with me, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, sure. I go, I get it. She doesn't. But we're still friends. (laughs) Sure. But is she still a dancer as well? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but oh, and she's actually Filipino. Oh, dope. <laughs> yeah. Do I know her? Mayumi. I don't know. Yeah, uh, we could drop names later. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So then I went. Also, and, what what time of year was that? Um, this was in August, so I was free. Um, I was trying to make up for missing, you know, part of my semester doing summer classes and stuff, sure. which I actually enjoyed much better. But um. I was free that day, so I went, and then wow. the rest was it. Like, thank I was free that day, so I auditioned. I know. How do, how do you even sign up? Is it just like, is it an open audition in the beginning? Well, you go through rounds? yeah, there's um, an open call, and I mean, there's like 500 people plus at this thing. It's like wrapped oh around God. Radio City, around the block. It's kind of crazy. Um, how and many then people are, how many? They do cuts and things like that, so it can be two or three days long. How long, uh, How many people are usually taken into the group? Um, it depends because every year is different. People leave or um, maybe they don't get their job back, which happens a lot. Sure. Um, so, yeah, it, it depends. Every year is different. Like was, you always stand next to somebody new. Wow. What yeah. was your mindset walking in the door? I mean, I didn't really think anything of it. I kind of wish I was like that more now because I was just like, sure, whatever. You know, this is fun. (laughs) This is cool. Um, Yeah, and like so, so relaxed. Not that I'm not relaxed at auditions, but you know, by the end, you kind of get a little, I don't know. Auditioning's its own beast, you know? Yeah. But back then I like was like, sure, whatever, let's go. And worked out. (laughs) Yeah, sure. So, um, So after that, you get it. Yeah. And then what happens then? And then I start taking every fall semester off and trying to... Oh, you're still trying to make Rutgers work? Yes, because my mom was going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then I was trying to do summer courses 
um, along with the spring semester. But I could only do that for so long because, you know, like if you have a one-on-one class and they only offer it in fall, yeah, then you're pretty much screwed for right. <laughs> spring. So then that started happening and I was like, hey, mom. I put on the waterworks and I was like, this is what I want to do, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I felt really bad because I know how much she was like, no, just finish, get your education. Then you could do whatever you want. But, you know, she's very academic, so she doesn't understand like, um, my dad's definitely the more creative one and my mom's more, even like in terms of like, he was always the person I'd go to about English or like writing and things like that. And my mom, I'd be like math, science or whatever. But um, sure. So she just really wanted me to finish school, but yeah. sorry, mom. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you know? there's always time, I, know. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah. But also is it, uh, well, you know what? I, I do advocate finishing if one is, is given that opportunity to finish. Totally, totally. But, but I think also the pursuit of this, like there's only so many doors that open and the right. timeline is only so long. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, you can have a very long, I mean, but anything can happen. You could hurt yourself like, like a sure. athlete, you know, sure. somebody busts their knee. That's it. You know, oh, but, man. Um, you ever get concerned about that personal really? injury? Knock on wood. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> thanks Rich. Um, I, I know. Sorry. I'm, I'm terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I, yeah. I you am, but you seem to live an incredibly active lifestyle. Totally. Which I think helps because I feel indestructible a little bit, right. but I mean, things definitely happen, but if you take care of yourself or take care of yourself right after maybe you like hurt yourself. It helps. Sure. Um, and with the Rockettes, actually we have an amazing, um, athletic training staff. So they really, really like help you. Like we have ice baths and like all these different things, like these machines that mm-hmm. literally like the Knicks players have, we have it. Like we have the same athletic trainers. You wow. know what I mean? So, cause that's we're amazing. athletes, like we are yeah, doing you are absolutely athletes. 17 shows a week or more, you know, that's insane. Like that doesn't happen. How long is your season? Um, we usually start rehearsals the end of September, early October. And then, um, sometimes we go end of December or the first week of January for Christmas. And then when we do, um, summer show show or spring show, um, or other things like this year we didn't do a summer show. So it's been like pretty. When you, when you first started, were you primarily in, um, only in the Christmas show? And then did you transition into the other seasonal shows? We only had a Christmas show. They had stopped doing the spring show at the time. Um, actually, I think they stopped it like in the 90s. So we were only doing Christmas, but we had so many other events and like TV stuff and right. other things during the year. But obviously right. you can say you're not available or whatever. Um, I feel like you typically do the TV appearances though. Yeah, usually. Um, but you know, like if I'm away or traveling, you know what I mean? Like what is the, um, what's the emotional and physical ramp up up to the beginning of a season? Cause coming from Nike, yeah. uh, now, and then like dealing so much with, um, the mindset of the athlete, um, through the designer perspective, right. you know, we talk a lot about like the athlete mindset and also, um, um, athlete preparation as well as, um, longevity as well right. too. So like when you're, when you know that your season's about to kick off, like what, what's your headspace what are you doing how are you mentally physically preparing for that yeah um i think every person's different i know some people are constantly like in class or like constantly working out and stuff like that i'm usually on vacation yeah it feels like it feels like you go from like vac- you go, it feels like you go from the beach to the stage kind of <laughs> only because i kind of just cuz you're like you're stuck. That's it. Once the season starts, it's so crazy and hectic and just like you're exhausted and it's nonstop. So I kind of get out while I can. And then I just kind of come back like fresh for me. Like I come back fresh and like rehearsing, you build up all the stamina you need, like everything. I think a lot of people are also too worried and then they end up hurting themselves because they were working out so hard beforehand. Sure, then sure. they get into rehearsal and they're exhausted and they're tired and they thought that was the right decision and it's not. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like, this is a piece of cake, but <laughs> you know. So. What do you, uh, what are you, what are you eating, drinking? Like what, what's your physical resumentation when you're actually in it? Does um, it change at all? Or do you, are you just actually, pretty easy? No, it does a little bit. Um, only because, well, especially during shows, because we'll do like say four shows a day. So that means you have maybe 
well, for four shows a day, you have an hour and a half in between shows. Yeah. And the one half hour is for you to get ready. So you have an hour to eat. So you have to think about what you can actually digest and not feel sick. Sure. <laughs> but you need a lot of calories. Yeah. So it's kind of tough sometimes, but... Um, do you I do mean, the math? Do the calorie math? Oh, gosh, no. But you just need to know how much you can actually take in without like feeling sick. It's basically like as if you ate, you know, if you ate Thanksgiving dinner and jumped on the treadmill, you'd probably feel sick. Yeah. Bro, you probably like throw up all over that treadmill. Right. It's literally a nonstop cardio um, show for an hour and a half. We don't even have intermission. So you have to watch what you eat and, you know, well, for me, just in terms of what I'm eating, I guess, like how much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how difficult is it to learn the routines that you guys have to learn? Um, every person's different, but we rehearse them so much. I mean, every like little bit. So you have a lot of time to pick things up, you know, and it's just clean so much. Like every pinky has to be in place. Like, wow. What's the level of precision that the Rockettes place on everything? Oh, I mean, it's so precise it's kind of crazy like you are actually kind of um if you even at, for the ensemble if you've done a radio city show it's so hard to go anywhere else because you have so many questions that you just like naturally you know want to ask after doing this show because it's so precise and you're like well where do you want your hand and they're like just here and you're like, no but like yeah this low this high and Sometimes choreographers are like, what are you talking about? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's just like. Do you, do you find that that's, um, that's a type of craftsmanship that doesn't translate outside of that sphere? Because like other people are looking for more expression or like where, where do, what's your room to play? Yeah, that's exactly it. For Rockettes, you have no room to play. Like, it's literally, this is it. This is your spot. This is what you do. But, like, you know, your facial expressions and things like that make it your own. And, you know, how, I guess, you hit it. But, basically, the lines are exactly the same. Like, we will stand for a minute in a position while our dance captain goes around and checks to make sure every finger, every, like, wrist, every elbow is in the right place. It's How hard was that to learn in the beginning? Well, in the beginning, it's actually really hard because chances are you don't, um, like you're not brought up that way. In my dancing school, we kind of were, but not obviously to this degree, but um, a lot of people have never seen anything like that. And then we also have this number line and lines and depth thing, which what most, is that? Yeah. Explain that. <laughs> most people don't use or know about. So that's really, really difficult. So not only do you have to have everything in place, but um, there's a number line. So it's basically zero to, I think it's 36 on the stage in one direction and then zero to 36 in the other direction. Oh, it's like a grid almost? Yeah, it's like a line across the stage in the front and the back, upstage and downstage. And um, so it'll be zero, two, four, six like that. And then um, if you're standing in your position, they might say, um, okay, so we're going to need you on one at the red dot or, you know, two and a half at like, or your right foot is on the number two. Sure. It's so specific depending on like just everything, the way it looks like in appearance. Um, so it's like that exact. So every step you might have to step on two with your right foot at one time. And then your left foot is going to step on Three. Right. And it's that. So and, every, and that's quick terminology that yes. everyone just has to know. Boom, 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 boom. Yes. So you learn it and you have to think about that as you're dancing. So that's like, you're just constantly multitasking. Basically. Sure. It's, it's actually crazy. And then the depths and the dots and things like that is also like just depth wise what where are the, you're standing. What are the dots? So the dots are in between the lines. We have all these color. Yeah, we have all these colored lines and then um, colored dots in between. So you might have to step on the dot on two and then your left foot will be are, on are three. All those, are the halfway li- between the dot and the line. Gotcha. <laughs> are, are the lines, the depths and the dots visible in a rehearsal studio or are those yes. in your mind? No. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, it's 
all laid out on the floor, um, taped out. And then when you get to the stage, it's the same thing. Holy shit. So, oh, and, but on the stage, is it visible on the stage? Or, um, or is it really. more like more subtle? It's like if you're maybe sitting in one of the mezzanines, you might be able to see it, but it's kind of like, it's a little faint, but um, huh. they're there. But whenever we do a TV performance, we'll have a number line, but it'll be far away. But then the depths and lines, you just have to guide right, is what we call it. So guide you have to right. stay in line with the person next to us, no matter what. Got it. And you kind of just muscle memory where, or if maybe there happens to be a seam on the floor, you're like, okay, we're going to stand there. Well, so will, will you have a specific choreographed piece that's new, unique for television? Or do you do like a chunk out of a show, a pre-existing um, show? Majority, it's always new or we'll take parts of what we do in the show, but usually it doesn't work um, time-wise. So they'll change it. And that's why we obviously rehearse and stuff. But, um, and you, st- you like you change where you stand too. So it's always different. Uh, what about when it comes to, I'm so fascinated <laughs> by this, by the way, like all these technical aspects is, it's I find insane. it. insane. Yeah, I am truly fascinated. You're literally ruined for any other choreographer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't doubt it. Well, yeah. it, it's the same thing in design world. There's certain yeah. elements that like, once you get too deep and you know too much, you're like, oh, I just can't. Yeah. I can't even do it with you right now. Yeah. Um, what about when it comes to hand placement and also even like, you know, how how you tilt your, your oh, yeah. chin up? Like, what, right. uh-huh. what are terminologies and like shorthand for that as well? Like, what is there That's, upper hip, low wait, hip? Wait, I'm so impressed that you would even ask that. Oh, because, really? Yeah. I'm sure there well, are. Oh, yeah. But I mean, I don't think people think like that, but there definitely is. Like, I mean, they're, they're, man. I want to. Whenever I look at the key art for the Christmas Spectacular, and I see like we're exactly uh, the same. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like there has to be a way to have that exist because mm-hmm. I'm thinking if I was working on that campaign, like and I was looking at those assets, I was like, this shit has to be correct. Right. Yeah. Um. And sometimes you have to be fast. You know, like if say something's live and they're like hand like hoh um blah 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 which means hand on hip sure but then there's also like thumb in front thumb behind so like this like thumb in right, front, right. <laughs> behind is like this thumb in front is like this and it depends how high or low really usually it's at your waist so um well what what is the determining factor of like how high or low is there some sort of like um i don't know emotional intent like higher style i would say like depending what it is that you're doing but um typically like whenever we have our thumb in front it's always the same like place but um hands on hips could vary really yeah and even what you're saying with the chin like we'll we'll say um sunshine on count one or whatever which means like as if you're getting a tan so your head is kind of tilted and your chin is turned but your eyes are to the front or your eyes could be you know on a diagonal it's so specific that's so because um i remember i was working on this show one time called uh dames at sea Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was doing the key art for that one, which is like kind of like the aesthetic of us, very based on like a kick line aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we were out. Oh, we were really influenced by. Oh, what the hell is that? Uh, this another Broadway musical that it's producers uh, or no, chorus it's line a, a or? naval aesthetic as oh, well. Oh, um, um, like anything goes. Or? Oh, uh, anything goes. Anything goes sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so um, kind of like, you know, just like, you know, jazz hands, showbiz, like all day. Right. Um, so, you know, when I think of the specifics of that, I'm just like, in in my mind, I'm thinking like, well, I just move that body in Photoshop here, there. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. But then like seeing it exist in the real world. So It's different. so different. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you tell me the, a little bit about the history of the kick line? Um, I'm so um, I'm kind of fascinated. Yeah, by um, we start well, not me, obviously, I'm not that old. Um, <laughs> in 1932, <laughs> um, they were actually started in Missouri. They're called the Missouri Rockets, and then 1933 they came to the music hall. Um, <laughs> they came to the music hall, um, and they were actually performing for movies. They okay. used to play movies. Um, at Radio City, and then in between, they would have the girls come out and kick and dance and stuff. Wow. And then they 
turned it into a show eventually. So it's huh. been a really long time. <laughs> well, what in Missouri? Well, what was what about the dancing style? Did that come from Missouri as well? Um, it's just the choreographer was there, Russell Merkett, I guess, at the time. So he started it. Um, and wow. you know they did a lot of USO um, tours and things like that, which we actually started doing again, which is awesome because I think that's like what they were known for. How many times have you done those? Um, we don't actually go, um, to any of the countries anymore, but we do stuff here. Like we, we just did one in Boston and, um, uh, at, in DC and like things like that. But before the girls used to always go, um, which I think, I think is great. Yeah. That's but, amazing. Yeah. So, and then, so they were playing in, uh, radio city and yeah. then when does it become like a full fledged show? Um, I'm not really sure when exactly, but um, yeah, it just turned into a show because I guess everyone really enjoyed the girls and it became a thing. Sure, so, sure. Yeah. Um, how many active members on the Rockcast are there usually? Um, well, for Christmas, there's two casts and it's two casts of 40. So there's 80 girls. Um, we used to have Christmas Across America, which we would do um, all over the US and um, each line was another 20 girls but we no longer do that but um so it's really like 80 wow. max and it's yeah. franchise too right aren't, aren't there other aren't there other uh we, shows we used to that okay. was the christmas across america oh okay uh, yeah Got so it. another group of girls would be in different states or traveling and stuff but um now that we've been doing the summer and spring show they stopped what about the summer show? Do, how, do you do that regularly as well? Um, the past three years you've been doing it. Um, do, you, do you personally do them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it a different casting process for that? Yes, and different girls. Um, some that, you know, never even did the Christmas show. Um, but it's a whole nother audition and basically the same process. And it it's more contemporary, I would say. And, um, cause like we'll even do some hip hop things, obviously like, um, as precise and things, but more jazz and, um, just different style. And like the music is usually contemporary and stuff. So sure. Yeah. It's um, more now. What do you, how do you feel about like the history? Cause I, I'm, I am really, um, interested in the, uh, like the heritage mm-hmm. of not just the city, but also like the, uh, um, the living landmarks of the city and the things that make New York so awesome. Yeah. You know? So when, even when I was working in Broadway, like it felt like such an insular world, yeah. but then every day I was just like, you know, kind of fascinated by it. Not only just working in Times Square and thinking about how, um, every time we launched a campaign for a new show, like we would literally change the landscape mm-hmm. of the city. Cause you'd see like, you know, the billboards and two sheets and whatever, right. and all that stuff go out. And then like, do you, Think about that meaning of what the Rockets mean in this city. I mean, I feel like it's such an iconic um, group of dancers, especially Radio City is so iconic. So, and we're connected to Radio City. So a lot of people know um, Radio City as the home of the Rockets. Yeah. So, um, I mean, for forever, since 1933, you know, so some people just come from all over like every year just to see the Christmas show, like as a tradition, which is like really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's amazing. My brother yeah. and his husband uh, love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, okay, so uh, so moving on from that, like, like what do you what do you think? Uh, what what are you doing outside of the Rockettes right now? Other than going on vacation, I, your yeah, Instagram makes me incredibly you know, jealous. I love to travel. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yesterday on a travel on, show, that would be. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you actually are you about to do that. <laughs> like, um, like, I, I wish feel like I should. I've been to like all the country. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, I think you should do that. I would love to do that. Um, but um, you know, different things. Like I just um, shot a movie, it's dancing though. Um, Can you talk about a Netflix it? thing. I don't know if I'm allowed to say what it is, but it was just um, just some dancing, um, a tango scene. Got it. Nothing that big. But the Netflix thing is really cool. Can you talk about that? Also know because this company, I when I would get the emails, I thought my phone was going to self-destruct. Sure. It, it's like real top secret, kind yeah. of, um, I guess because of the fan base of this show and stuff Got it. Like oh, that. God I damn know. it. I'm, oh, but, you're 
You're killing it's really me right cool, now. I think you're but, killing me. But there was only like you know four of us background dancing basically with this actress, um, and it was really cool. It was fun. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> fine. Fine. I can. I have my secrets too. It's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's not out yet this season, so we're not allowed to talk about. Okay. It. Oh, but yeah. it, but it pre-exists already. Yeah, we already filmed it. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This ex- is it exciting to you? Yeah, it was cool. I um, and I haven't seen the show actually, um, but it's only the second season, so I should catch up. Do you think about getting to acting? Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you working with a coach? Are you making? Are you I'm, taking steps? <laughs> I I should. I mean, I have before in the past. I've done a couple little things, but um, yeah. And sometimes my agent sends me out on commercials, and it's kind of it's kind of like such a natural thing almost, or a natural progression, especially for dancers, because I feel like we're always acting, even when we're dancing. Right. So, right. Um, unless obviously you can't talk <laughs> like very well, then sure. it might be hard for you. But. Um, yeah, she sends me on these castings and things and it's fun and easy. Like it's, it's not something so far fetched, you know? Yeah. But I should go. You should. <laughs> no, I think Yeah, you're... no, I actually talk about it with my friend cause we were like, let's do it together and whatever. But. Yeah, no, I, th- I think it's like such a natural, uh, you know, progression, uh, progression yeah. Yeah, like you were just saying, but also I think you'd be really great as a, as a personality, to um, like travel of course because you're awesome at that but just you know like kind of uh, kind of you know giving the energy into something that might not otherwise have energy mm-hmm. you know yeah. uh, like a like a bubbly force right <laughs> you know a big bubbly force <laughs> I don't know if that makes no that it make totally sense makes sense yes yes yeah do you want to manage me is that what you're asking <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking well, applications <laughs> <laughs> exactly well let's see hmm. who do you also, know also my reps are right outside the door so maybe they're listening too <laughs> it's funny because when I talk to them about like my next steps because yeah. like I'm in this weird place where um, I haven't really had a chance to truly, truly freelance and like kind mm-hmm. of be my own talent because I have been like gainfully employed for the past couple of years and moving right. into another gainful employment situation. But I'm just like, you know, I think it'd be better if I like a, a couple book deals are interesting that mm-hmm. like that's a conversation kind of down, down the line. Oh, who the who the fuck has time for that though? Right, you know. But see, it's so hard because, well, also time wise because time flies. Yeah. But like, I didn't think I'd be with the Rockettes for this long, or yeah. be doing such amazing things with them. Like, I didn't think yeah. that was even possible. Totally. But yeah, you uh, know, it's it's hard because like I freelance too on the side, but to do everything, it's hard to give up something that you have basically a salary at. You know. Yeah. What I mean? For so real. It's hard. You kind of have to take a risk sometimes. Yeah. Or, yeah. No, it's yeah. totally true. Um, have you been watching The Defiant Ones by chance? No. Oh, uh, do you know that show? No. On, on, um, on HBO, it's with Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre. And talks no. about, it's it's uh, basically a four-part series about their um, their rise from like their early creative endeavors to Jimmy Iovine producing. We're kind of going off on a tangent. But mm-hmm. Jimmy Iovine producing like Bruce Springsteen and um, uh, the, 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 uh, who in the, oh John Lennon uh-huh. in the seventies and then Dr Dre's rise to NWA and up and then like their combined forces right. great Interscope and blah 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 Beats by Dre all that stuff right. but which I'm wearing what's that <laughs> which I'm oh wearing. are you really yeah. oh that's amazing um so the one thing that was like really resonated with me was they say that Jimmy Iovine um one thing he was willing to do was just forget everything that made him. Uh, they gave him success in the past and then he was so willing to just turn it over and start fresh every yeah. single time. I was like, man, that guy's had like a dozen careers. Right. All ultra successful within a certain path. And I'm just thinking, I was like, like at the age that I'm at, I guess the age that we're at, I was like, mm-hmm. you know, like it's really just the beginning of life. It's weird. Totally. Like when they're like, oh, 30s and new 20, blah, blah, blah. I kind of think it's true. It kind of, it's totally yeah. true. I feel like I look back on 30 and I was like, well, I was a fucking idiot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was arrested on my 30th birthday. Oh, well, how nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was like, really was truly an idiot. Do you have day. time for that story or are um, these the secrets I, that you're no, saying? No, 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 no. I thought That's actually not a secret. Um, you, you know Dexter. Yes. Yeah, so Dexter, for the listener, a friend, another friend from youth group <laughs> where me and Christine first met. So uh, we were arrested. Oh, I was, that's right. That's <laughs> I was, where we met. Yeah, that is where we met. Um... We were putting up stickers in Lower East Side. Yeah. 
And then I uh, was just slapping up some stickers near um, Essex and Delancey, mm-hmm. um, right across from Beauty in Essex, actually, um, by, by that bodega that they have. And uh, just some cops like just swerved up and then um, just arrested me and Dex. I felt terrible. Um, because, what? Yeah, because for me- I didn't me, know that was a thing, that you could get arrested for that. Yeah, I think so, because I guess it's technically vandalism. I, I think we're being kind of brazen with it. And also it was- uh, um, it was uh, Wall Street. What is it? Uh, the Occupy Wall Street. So everyone was getting arrested. Right. So they brought us downtown um, into Chinatown. They bu- they booked us there in that local precinct in oh, LES. Yeah. Um, it was like three in the morning. Yeah. <clears throat> I've heard about that. Yeah, um, that place sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, Other friends that have been arrested, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm so. sure. It's actually a fairly common story. Uh, yeah, and then we so. go to Central Booking, and then there are 40 dudes in a cell that should probably hold 20 dudes. Right. Exactly the same story. Yeah. This is there, why. There you go. So, and I was in there for 24 hours, and then Dexter, uh, a man with children and a wife, uh, was in there for uh, a day and a half. Why? Yeah, because they our paperwork. <laughs> no, because our paperwork just took that long to process because wow. there's so many people there right so anyway that was my that's my arrest story <laughs> but then they expunged both of our records so it's whatever that's cool that's kind of like a little rebellious moment yeah i have not been arrested so. <laughs> no don't do it I, yeah. I, don't, I don't recommend it yeah especially at the point we're at now um so uh other than that so what are other next steps like well after this life do you think like like you know post this like does is your body operating is this too personal of a question is your yeah. body operating at the same level that you want it to how do you know yes and actually i feel even like as i've grown up if sure you want to, i feel like i've been more um I don't know. Like I feel, I just feel young and it's crazy because so many girls, you look exactly the same (laughs) and you have this exact same spirit. Yeah. (laughs) For real, literally for real. Um, I always say that if I actually slept and didn't like lay on the beach so much and didn't drink, I would still look 12, but you know, say la vie. You still get Um, carded. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Get hit on by a lot of the youngsters, and I'm like, sorry, I feel like I could be your mom. Yeah, it's like you can go back to your uh, your Honda Accord or exactly, whatever. Exactly, yeah. with your spoilers. Yeah. Um, there you go. Those are the days. Hang out your rice rocket. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, so like, well, when do you, like, uh, physically speaking? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, especially Rockettes, so we dance on a steel stage, which is like extremely hard on your body. Right. That absorb um, that doesn't absorb anything. Oh yeah, no. You are just literally Why is it steel? Is that something that's actually meant for the production? Because that's a whole yes. something very heavy. I mean, it's always been steel. Um, we have these elevators that raise up and down, so I feel like it's because of that. So it's it. just this special feature and we've just always danced on steel. Yeah. Um It's not really like creaky like a like a, oh, all these no. other stages. Mm-mm, like it's really hard for anything to happen at that stage. Oh my gosh. Um, and through the years, it's crazy because our dancing has gotten more difficult and more difficult, like kind of like to a crazy degree. Um, and yet we're still dancing on this steel stage. So it, a lot of girls don't last very long either because it's hard on your body, but I don't feel anything. Like That's I feel amazing. totally fine. Like my friends tease me cause they're like, you're just going to be there forever. And I'm like, <laughs> no, because you know, just because I want to do other things, obviously, too. But, sure. Um, sure. They're like, you're like Lance Armstrong. You're like nonstop. Well, yeah. You're like Benjamin Buttoning yourself. I minus think. the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, Let's clarify that metaphor. Yeah, let's keep that <laughs> clear. But, um, yeah, so I actually feel like through the years, I've um, gotten more stamina and things like that or, like, know my body better. So I mm-hmm. know, like, I don't know. It's just... Are you consciously taking care of yourself more? No. <laughs> Not at all. Like I had like nachos for dinner last night. You know what I mean? Yo, like, some of the stuff I see you eat on Instagram, I, I'm just like, holy shit. And I, I love healthy food too, but yeah. I just like everything. So if I feel like having something, I'm going to have it. Like that's totally. what I wanted for dinner. I'm an adult. I had nachos yeah. and then ice cream. That's amazing. Because I missed National Ice Cream Day. So I had it last night. <laughs> I feel guilt constantly. Oh, really? And I work out based on guilt. <laughs> that's that. It's all guilt for me. Yeah. Like I, I oh, went man. for a run this morning. Morning, I, mean, I felt like a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want to die. But I, I definitely feel like if you eat 
better. I definitely, well, I want to say that I eat better during this season. I do a little bit, I think. Sure. Um, do you take emergency eat, to tell me? No, I don't. Really? Um, no. You don't take glucosamine don't for your joints? No, I should. Oh, Jesus. Just, Christine, you're killing me. <laughs> you're, make, you're making me feel like my body's just deteriorating like in front of you. Very often either, which, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. feel like that helps. Um, yeah, I th- you probably have excellent genes, to be real. Yeah, the mutt gene. Probably. Like, I don't Probably. Know. Yeah, Pro- I mean. Probably higher immunity. Yeah. Um, My mom's like rarely ever sick too. Like I feel like it, it is a gene thing. She doesn't sleep. She sleeps less than I do. And how is that even possible? And she's like how old? But she does. Um, yeah. She's wow. She's busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> Talking on the phone. People <laughs> in the Philippines. Like it's silly, but. Do you ever go back home? Yeah. Um, I've been like four times, I think. No. Really? Mm-hmm. Just for vacay? Yeah. That's I love cool. it. It's beautiful. You've really? been, right? Uh, yeah, when I was a kid. I haven't gone back <gasps> recently. Oh, I man. Know, I have all bad. these places you need to go to. I know. You know what's messed up, man? Even in Nike, like whenever they'd offer me, because um, like they, they do like work as well as inspiration trips all over. And then um, all the trips I got offered to go back to Asia were for work. So I'd be hanging yeah. out in, in, uh, in a factory and like, you know, tweaking samples yeah. across the way. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I need that. I don't know if mm-hmm. I need that part. I want to. I want the part where we're, you know, like going to LA and hanging out <laughs> and like shopping. Right. professionally shopping totally <laughs> you know that oh, part I love, I love. professionally shop for people too <laughs> that's another career path yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. are you gonna teach probably um I do teach yeah yeah um but I'm just I teach a lot just like here and there when I have time but I'm still like in that performing stage sure. or I still love that so much whereas some people prefer to teach you're, or you're like so that. firmly entrenched yeah in it. and like people enjoy kind of like that regular salary kind of thing too because people are always like are you gonna open up a dancing school and I'm like no yeah. no desire to really Mm-mm. What about um? Can I, so what about mentorship? Can I just uh? Yeah. yeah, like how important is it? Do you think like for someone who wants to excel in your field, like let alone any other creative field, like what was what about that? Um, in terms of my mentors, or yeah, me being or like a is there important? Was there important mentorship in your life? And also, do you feel like you you give back in that way? Um, I definitely give back in that way because um so many like so many people recognize me because like I'm on all the ads and things like yeah, that in the commercials so kids when how often um, does that happen um every year it's a new yeah. you know and if I'm here no how often usually, does someone just like hey you oh um actually a lot I got a free piece of cake yesterday actually <laughs> in Chelsea I'm sure because when, like, like, when I see I on the bus you. sides I know yeah wait I'm in a Netflix documentary it's actually hysterical like oh, 20 really? 20 people like send me this video clip and I'm like what is that it's like some minimalism maybe or something um documentary oh, okay and they're literally talking about <laughs> I, I, okay, I, I know that documentary. what I they're talking it. about but um the bus rolls by and here I am smiling That's like right across so funny and I think it was on purpose <laughs> because of what they're talking about is, and then here I roll by and That's- I'm like hilarious hysterical I was dying you were also in the in the commercial you were the winking rock head at the end oh yeah yeah I remember I was in the gym one day I was like oh shit I texted you I was like yo (laughs) you're on the TV just now (laughs) yeah and the commercials change every year too but um, right anyway so mentorship oh yeah but no a lot of kids like um like especially because of social media and things right where their parents even like message me like hey you're our favorite you know I have a little could you help her could you like you know train her things like that or like whatever or like people mail things to the music hall and like you know put your name and they like do they know your name yeah because they're um it's in the like oh it's a cast list yeah gotcha with our headshot Gosh. Which is good and bad because sometimes you get a lot of weirdos. Sure, but I that's bet. when you ignore. But um, you know, <laughs> you have any like, stories you can tell us? <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yes, actually. Yeah, I want to hear this a weirdo one, story. Okay, literally this one guy who has a girlfriend because he tells me all about it. I know his entire life. He writes. You know how there's those messages on Facebook that are filtered, so they don't know that you're reading them. Do you even know that? No. Yeah, so um, if you're not friends with this person and they message you, you can't see it unless you like open. You probably have so many you don't even know. Oh, okay. So yeah, this no, person... Yeah, you're going to check. This person writes to himself. Mm, I mean, like 
it's a few times a week. Okay. Um, depending if I post something maybe or whatever. Um, and he writes basically a little story to me. What? By himself. And this has been years. Like I can scroll and he has no idea if I've ever read it. Nothing. He talks about his girlfriend. He talks about it. Both of them watching me and like on TV and like, uh, I mean, comments. I mean, I guess my Facebook profile's public then because sure. he can see my posts. So sure. he clearly Maybe follows goes, you on Instagram. No. I don't think so. He's just a Facebook thing. And he just writes like, oh, you guys were here today. This reminds me of this. Like you should be this person like, um, or you should be like this person because you're so awesome. Like just like, but messages and messages like for years. Oh my God. Years and years. This is so fascinating. It's crazy. Like yeah, it is crazy. It's like, Wow. And no responses like for me. He doesn't even know I've read anything. Sure. It's, Bizarre to me. So yeah, but you know, you're probably like uh, a lightning rod a little bit for stuff like that, <laughs> you know, or or not not that way. I mean, more of like a maybe people view you as an idea that they want to filter their own stuff through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I get yeah. what you mean, but things like that are weird. Sometimes you get like, does that make you feel weird? Do you feel weird about that? I mean, like I appreciate it because that's very nice. Like it's not anything like in, well, dangerous. he's not dangerous or creepy (laughs) like some other people, but, and it's like very nice, like what he's saying. And it's nice that he's, but it's just odd to me that you would just keep writing to yourself with no response. Sure. Person. Sure. Day, day to day. (laughs) Yeah. Well, people's output is people's output, I guess. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow. Well, that's weird. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess we're, uh, it'd be great if we could just uh, wrap up, I suppose. <laughs> now we're coming close to this hour. Um, thanks for joining me thanks today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, totally. Um, you're a great, you're a great human being, great spirit. I As enjoy, I enjoy your company throughout the years. Um, like four years ago today, popped up on my time hop. We hung out. Oh weird. yeah, that's true. Yeah, watched <laughs> Let It Be, <laughs> the Beatles jukebox musical, yeah. which was which wasn't half bad. No, it was cute. I yeah. liked it. You know, yeah. I like those jukebox musicals sometimes. Um, although sometimes they're real shit. They're complete right. trash. But that was a pretty good one. Yeah. And uh, I remember around that time, there was also the Janis Joplin one, which I thought mm-hmm. was kind of cool. I remember that. Yeah. Did you ever see that one? No, but I remember. Yeah, the interstitials though were terrible because in between the songs which were pretty dope because you had all these other um, musical types like uh, they kind of did Motown and whatever right. and like rock of course but then in the middle like the performer would be like yeah it's like jazz it's this <laughs> I was like oh Jesus Christ right. yeah. <laughs> this script is terrible right. but see that's so funny for you to say that not being in like the musical theater industry, you sure. know, like my industry or whatever. Sure, and you sure. notice things like that. Because yeah. like for us, we're like, oh my God. You know, <laughs> like you notice right away and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because I was just I, I guess I was trained that like after the fact. Mm-hmm. Like when you're in that industry, like you see all these shows, you know, you're going to a show like every couple of weeks and then you just kind of pick things up anyway, especially if you have a knack for narrative storytelling. Right. Like I'm looking at like this upcoming situation that i'm going to uh-huh. which is kind of exciting and like uh weird and like amazing all at the same time it's like oh you know like my my parameters for like you know quality and less than quality are going to shift depending on that now right you know mm-hmm. so i'll start catching weirdness there too <laughs> can't yeah can't turn on my tv now who knows uh-huh. um so uh where can our listeners find you on social media um, I have like such a weird screen name. Do you remember my AOL screen name? It was Chewy Cheeks. Was it? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It probably, yeah. Because you was. were like, I forget. I was Chew Boy Flip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For Richie. I was going to say was something boy, but yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. it. I didn't, yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. <sighs> so it's <My> just <laughs> memories. I know. So it's just Cheeks, but it's spelled really strange. Um, because of that and also that handle is taken but it's C-L-H-E-E-K-Z which is part of Chewy Cheeks because back in the day when people would be like hey what's your you know your um, messenger or whatever and I'd be like Chewy Cheeks yeah yeah find me but then they couldn't but they couldn't because I spelled it so funky so it was like on purpose that's amazing you know 
Um, I don't, uh, when does the Netflix thing happen? When, when you can I don't actually... know. I don't know when um, they finish filming this season. Gotcha. But... So you don't know you can, when you can talk about it until they actually make the announcement? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah, we couldn't post photos. Like, they, they particularly this group i i don't even know how to explain yeah, it. yeah. they do many These other NBAs shows but they do many other shows in this i'm trying to like kind of <laughs> like tell you but not really yeah yeah no i hear but you. they are very because of the following so God it's not the only it. show that is part of this okay so okay so. well tell me can you say whether it's scripted or whether it's unscripted oh it's scripted it's scripted yes and it's a little raunchy, this show. It's kind of like, oh, wow. And it's on Netflix. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. And it's in, and it already exists. Well, in they're some still iteration. filming. I mean, we are done filming our episode. It's not the first season is what I mean. No. <sighs> yes. All right. It's in the early stages still. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah. Well, Christine, thank you so thank much. Thank you. This is a pleasure. <laughs> Bye. So I hope you all enjoyed that. It was good to catch up with Christine and find out some of those background stories because some of that stuff I'd never heard. So I was fascinated for sure. So happy Labor Day. Have a great Monday off, everyone. Uh, Again, I want to thank Des Jin, Ben Sounds on Music. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. If you want to find me on social media, it's just rich underscore TU on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure to come back next week. I have a really interesting one for you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.